0: Chapter One Point Fourteen, Part Two, of Personal Narrative of Travels to the Equinoctial Regions of America, during the Years Seventeen Ninety Nine to Eighteen O Four, Volume One by Alexander von Humboldt, translated by Thomasina Ross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter One Point Fourteen, Part Two, having thus traced the effects of the earthquake to the west of Caracas as far as the snowy mountains of santa martha and the table-land of santa fe de bogota we will proceed to consider their action on the country eastward of the capital the commotions were very violent beyond caurimare in the valley of Capaya, where they extended as far as the meridian of cape codera but it is extremely remarkable that they were very feeble on the coasts of nueva barcelona cumana and paraya though these coasts are the continuation of the shore of la guayra and were formerly known to have been often agitated by subterranean commotions. Admitting that the destruction of the four towns of Caracas, La Guayra, San Felipe, and Merida, may be attributed to a volcanic focus situated under or near the island of St. Vincent, we may conceive that the motion might have been propagated from northeast to southwest, in a line passing through the islands of Los Hermanos, near Blanquilla, without touching the coasts of Araya, Cumana, and Nueva Barcelona. This propagation of the shock might even have taken place without any commotion having been felt at the intermediate points on the surface of the globe, the Hermanos Islands, for instance. This phenomenon is frequently remarked at Peru and Mexico in earthquakes which have followed during ages a fixed direction. The inhabitants of the Andes say, speaking of an intermediary tract of ground not affected by the general commotion, quote, that it forms a bridge, Que hace puenta, as if they mean to indicate by this expression that the undulations are propagated at an immense depth under an inert rock at caracas fifteen or eighteen hours after the great catastrophe the earth was tranquil the night as has already been observed was fine and calm and the commotions did not recommence till after the twenty-seventh they were attended by a very loud and long continued subterranean noise bramido. The inhabitants of the destroyed city wandered into the country, but the villages and farms having suffered as much as the town, they could find no shelter till they were beyond the mountains of Los Teques, in the valleys of Aragua, and in the llanos or savannas. No less than fifteen oscillations were felt in one day. On the 5th of April there was almost as violent an earthquake as that which overthrew the capital. During several hours the ground was in a state of perpetual undulation large heaps of earth fell in the mountains and enormous masses of rock were detached from the silla of caracas it was even asserted and this opinion prevails still in the country that the two domes of the silla sank fifty or sixty toises but this statement is not founded on any measurement i am informed that in like manner in the province of quito the people at every period of great commotions imagine that the volcano of tunguragua diminishes in height it has been affirmed in many published accounts of the destruction of Caracas that the mountain of the Silla is an extinguished volcano, that a great quantity of volcanic substances are found on the road from La Guayra to Caracas, that the rocks do not present any regular stratification, and that everything bears the stamp of the action of fire. It has even been stated that twelve years prior to the great catastrophe, M. Bonpland and myself had... From our own observations, considered the Silla as a very dangerous neighbourhood to the city of Caracas, because the mountain contained a great quantity of sulphur, and the commotions must come from the northeast. It is seldom that observers of nature have to justify themselves for an accomplished prediction, but I think it my duty to oppose ideas which are too easily adopted on the local causes of earthquakes. In all places where the soil has been incessantly agitated for whole months, as at Jamaica in sixteen ninety three, Lisbon in seventeen fifty five cumana in seventeen sixty six and piedmont in eighteen o eight a volcano is expected to open people forget that we must seek the focus or centre of action far from the surface of the earth that according to undeniable evidence the undulations are propagated almost at the same instant across seas of immense depth at the distance of a thousand leagues and that the greatest commotions take place not at the foot of active volcanoes, but in chains of mountains composed of the most heterogeneous rocks. In our geognostical observation of the country around Caracas, we found gneiss nice and mica-slate containing beds of primitive limestone. The strata are scarcely more fractured or irregularly inclined than near Freiburg in Saxony, or wherever mountains of primitive formation rise abruptly to great heights. I found at Caracas neither basalt nor dolerite, nor even trachytes or trap porphyries nor in general any trace of an extinguished volcano unless we choose to regard the diabases of primitive grunstein contained in gneiss as masses of lava which have filled up fissures these diabases are the same as those of bohemia saxony and franconia Note, these grunsteins are found in bohemia near pilsen in granite in saxony in the mica-slates of schienberg in franconia between stieben and lauenstein in transition slates End of note. and whatever opinion may be entertained respecting the ancient causes of the oxidation of the globe at its surface all those primitive mountains which contain a mixture of hornblende and feldspar either in veins or in balls with concentric layers will not i presume be called volcanic formations mont blanc and mont will not be ranged in one and the same class even the partisans of the huttonian or volcanic theory make a distinction between the lavas melted under the mere pressure of the atmosphere at the surface of the globe and those layers formed by fire beneath an immense weight of the ocean and superincumbent rocks they would not confound auvergne and the granitic valley of caracas in the same denomination that of a country of extinct volcanoes i never could have pronounced the opinion that the silla and the cerro de avila mountains of gneiss and mica-slate were in dangerous proximity to the city of caracas because they contained a great quantity of pyrites in subordinate beds of primitive limestone but i remember having said during my stay at caracas that the eastern extremity of terra firma appeared since the great earthquake of quito in a state of agitation which warranted apprehension that the province of venezuela would gradually be exposed to violent commotions I added that when a country had been long subject to frequent shocks new subterranean communications seemed to open up with neighbouring countries and that the volcanoes of the west india islands lying in the direction of the sea northeast of the city were perhaps the vents at the time of an eruption for those elastic fluids which caused earthquakes on the coasts of the continent those considerations founded on local knowledge of the place and on simple analogies are very far from a prediction justified by the course of physical events on the thirtieth of april eighteen twelve whilst violent commotions were felt simultaneously in the valley of the mississippi in the island of st vincent and in the province of venezuela a subterranean noise resembling frequent discharges of large cannon was heard at caracas at calabozo situated in the midst of the steppes and on the borders of the rio apure over a superficies of four thousand square leagues this noise began at two in the morning. It was accompanied by no shock, and it is very remarkable that it was as loud on the coast as at the distance of eighty leagues inland. It was everywhere believed to be transmitted through the air, and was so far from being thought a subterranean noise that in several places preparations were made for defence against an enemy who seemed to be advancing with heavy artillery. Signor Palacio, crossing the rio Apure below the Orivante, near the junction of the rio Nula, was told by the inhabitants that the firing of cannon had been heard distinctly at the western extremity of the province of varinas as well as at the port of la guayra to the north of the chain of the coast the day on which the inhabitants of terra firma were alarmed by a subterranean noise was that of the great eruption of the volcano in the island of st vincent that mountain near five hundred toises high had not thrown out lava since the year seventeen eighteen scarcely was any smoke perceived to issue from it when in the month of may eighteen eleven frequent shocks announced that the volcanic fire was either rekindled or directed anew to that part of the west indies the first eruption did not take place till the twenty seventh of april eighteen twelve at noon it was merely an ejection of ashes but attended with tremendous noise on the thirtieth the lava overflowed the brink of the crater and after a course of four hours reached the sea the sound of the explosion is described as resembling that of alternate discharges of very large cannon and musketry and it is worthy of remark that it seemed much louder to persons out at sea and at great distance from land than to those within sight of land and near the burning volcano the distance in a straight line from the volcano of st vincent to the rio apure near the mouth of the nula is two hundred and ten leagues Note, where the contrary is not expressly stated nautical leagues of twenty to a degree or two thousand eight hundred and fifty-five toises are always to be understood end of note the explosions were consequently heard at a distance equal to that between vesuvius and paris this phenomenon in conjunction with a great number of facts observed in the cordilleras of the andes shows that the sphere of the subterranean activity of a volcano is much more extensive than we should be disposed to admit if we judged merely from the small changes effected at the surface of the globe the detonations heard during the whole days together in the new world eighty one hundred or even two hundred leagues distant from a crater do not reach us by the propagation of the sound through the air they are transmitted by the earth perhaps in the very place where we happen to be if the eruptions of the volcano at st vincent cotopaxi or Tunguragua, resounded from afar like a cannon of immense magnitude the noise ought to increase in the inverse ratio of the distance. But observations prove that this augmentation does not take place. I must further observe that M. Bonpland and I, going from Guayaquil to the coast of Mexico, crossed latitudes in the Pacific where the crew of our ship were dismayed by a hollow sound coming from the depth of the ocean and transmitted by the waters. At that time, a new eruption of Cotopahi took place, but we were as far distant from the volcano as etna from the city of naples the little town of honda on the banks of the magdalena is not less than one hundred and forty five leagues note this is the distance from vesuvius to mont blanc end of note from cotopaxi and yet in the great explosions of this volcano in seventeen forty four a subterranean noise was heard at honda and supposed to be discharges of heavy artillery the monks of san francisco spread a report that the town of Cartagena was besieged and bombarded by the English, and the intelligence was believed throughout the country. Now, the volcano of Cotopaxi is a cone more than 1,800 toises above the basin of Honda, and it rises from a table-land, the elevation of which is more than 1,500 toises above the valley of the Magdalena. In all the colossal mountains of Quito, of the province of Los Pastos, and of Popayan, crevices and valleys without number intervene. It cannot be admitted under these circumstances that the noise was transmitted through the air or over the surface of the globe, and that it came from the point at which the cone and crater of Cotopaxi are situated. It appears probable that the more elevated part of the kingdom of Quito and the neighboring Cordilleras, far from being a group of distinct volcanoes, constitute a single swollen mass, an enormous volcanic wall stretching from south to north and the crest of which presents a superficies of more than six hundred square leagues Cotopaxi, tongaragua antisana and pichincha are on this same raised ground they have different names but they are merely separate summits of the same volcanic mass the fire issues sometimes from one sometimes from another of these summits the obstructed craters appear to be extinguished volcanoes but we may presume that while cotopaxi or Tangoragua have only one or two eruptions in the course of a century, the fire is not less continually active under the town of Quito, under Pichincha and Imbabura. Advancing northward, we find, between the volcano of cotopaxi and the town of Honda, two other systems of volcanic mountains, those of Los Pastos and of Popayan. The connection between these systems was manifested in the Andes by a phenomenon which I have already had occasion to notice, in speaking of the last destruction of Cumana. In the month of November, 1796, a thick column of smoke began to issue from the volcano of Pasto, west of the town of that name and near the valley of Rio Guaitra. The mouths of the volcano are lateral and situated on its western declivity, yet during three successive months the column of smoke rose so much higher than the ridge of the mountain that it was constantly visible to the inhabitants of the town of Pasto. They described to us their astonishment when, on the fourth of February seventeen ninety seven they observed the smoke disappear in an instant whilst no shock whatever was felt at that very moment, sixty-five leagues southward between Chimborazo, Tunguragua, and the altar Capac Urku, the town of Riobamba was overthrown by the most terrible earthquake on record. Is it possible? to doubt from this coincidence of phenomena that the vapors issuing from the small apertures or ventanillas of the volcano of pasta had an influence on the pressure of those elastic fluids which convulsed the earth in the kingdom of quito and destroyed in a few minutes thirty or forty thousand inhabitants to explain these great effects of volcanic reactions and to prove that the group or system of the volcanoes of the west india islands may sometimes shake the continent i have cited the cordillera of the andes Geological reasoning can be supported only by the analogy of facts which are recent and consequently well-authenticated. And in what other region of the globe could we find greater and more varied volcanic phenomena than in that double chain of mountains heaved up by fire, in that land where nature has covered every mountain and every valley with her marvels? If we consider a burning crater as only an isolated phenomenon, if we be satisfied with merely examining the mass of stony substances which it has thrown up the volcanic action at the surface of the globe will appear neither very powerful nor very extensive but the image of this action becomes enlarged in the mind when we study the relations which link together volcanoes of the same group for instance those of naples and sicily of the canary islands of the azores of the caribbee islands of mexico of guatemala and of the tableland of Quito, when we examine either the reactions of these different systems of volcanoes on one another, or the distance at which, by subterranean communication, they simultaneously convulse the earth. note: I have already observed, chapter 1.2, that the whole group of the Canary Islands rises, as we may say, above one and the same subterranean volcano. Since the sixteenth century, the fire of this volcano has burst forth alternately in Palma, Tenerife and Lanzarote, Auvergne presents a whole system of volcanoes, the action of which has now ceased. But in the middle of a system of active volcanoes, for instance, in that of Quito, we must not consider as an extinguished volcano a mountain, the crater of which is obstructed, and through which the subterraneous fire has not issued for ages. Etna, the Aeolian Isles, Vesuvius and Epomeo, the peak of Teyda, Palma, and Lanzarote. Saint Michael la Cadillera of Fayal and Pico Saint Vincent Saint Lucia and Guadalupe Orizava Pocoquetepetl Joruyl and la Colima Bombacho the volcano of Granada Talisa Momotombo isalco and the volcano of Guatemala, Cotopaxi Tunguragua Pichincha Antisana and, and Sangay belong to the same system of burning volcanoes they are generally ranged in rows as if they had issued from a crevice or vein not filled up, and it is very remarkable that their position is in some parts in the general direction of the cordilleras, and in others in a contrary direction. End of note. The study of volcanoes may be divided into two distinct branches. One simply mineralogical, is directed to the examination of the stony strata, altered or produced by the action of fire, from the formation of the trachytes, or trap porphyries, of basalts, phonolites and dolorites to the most recent lavas the other branch less accessible and more neglected comprehends the physical relations which link volcanoes together the influence of one volcanic system on another the connection existing between the action of burning mountains and the commotions which agitate the earth at great distances and during long intervals in the same direction this study cannot progress till the various epochs of simultaneous action the direction the extent and the force of the convulsions are carefully noted, till we have attentively observed their progressive advance to regions which they had not previously reached, and the coincidence between distant volcanic eruptions, and those noises which the inhabitants of the Andes very expressively term subterraneous thunders or roarings. Note. Bramidos y truenos subterraneos, End of note. All these objects are comprehended in the domain of the history of nature. Though the narrow circle within which all certain traditions are confined does not present any of those general revolutions which have heaved up the cordilleras and buried myriads of pelagian animals yet nature acting under our eyes nevertheless exhibits violent though partial changes the study of which may throw light on the most remote epochs in the interior of the earth those mysterious powers exist the effects of which are manifested at the surface by the production of vapours of incandescent scoriae of new volcanic rocks and thermal springs by the appearance of new islands and mountains by commotions propagated with the rapidity of an electric shock finally by those subterranean thunders heard during whole months without shaking the earth in regions far distant from active volcanoes Note, in the town of guanajuato in mexico these thunders lasted from the ninth of january till the twelfth of february 1784 guanajuato is situated forty leagues north of the volcano of jorullo and sixty leagues north of the volcano of pocoquitapeto in places nearer these two volcanoes three leagues distant from guanajuato the subterranean thunders were not heard the noise was circumscribed within a very narrow space in the region of a primitive schist which approaches a transition schist containing the richest silver mines of the known world and on which rest trapped porphyries slates and diabases grunstein in proportion as equinoctial america shall increase in culture and population and the system of volcanoes of the central Tableland of mexico of the caribbean islands of popayán of los pastos and quito shall be more attentively observed the connection of eruptions and of earthquakes which precede and sometimes accompany those eruptions will be more generally recognized the volcanoes just mentioned particularly those of the andes which rise above the enormous height of two thousand five hundred toises present great advantages for observation the periods of their eruptions are singularly regular they remain thirty or forty years without emitting scoria ashes or even vapours i could not perceive the smallest trace of smoke on the summit of tunguragua or cotopaxi a gust of vapour issuing from the crater of mount vesuvius scarcely attracts the attention of the inhabitants of naples accustomed to the movements of that little volcano, which throws out scoriae sometimes during two or three years successively. Thence it becomes difficult to judge whether the emission of scoriae may have been more frequent at the time when an earthquake has been felt in the Apennines. On the ridge of the Cordilleras, everything assumes a more decided character. An eruption of ashes, which lasts only a few minutes, is often followed by a calm of ten years. In such circumstances, it is easy to mark the periods and to observe the coincidence of phenomena. End of chapter one point fourteen, part two.